0: Plus minus? Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> plus minus?
1: Curry driving again. Oh,
0: you're killing me. Tell Marcus that he asked the, you know, that question about my defense. You hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. you have a great night. I think you got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history.
2: Hello and welcome back to a second round edition of
1: the Warriors we're calling this a plus minus yeah, podcast plus minus we're faking it but that's okay since we're gonna get everybody talking we just call it plus minus and it'll be it'll be just as good it'll be better in fact I, I, I always thought the 82s you know they're raw they're
2: unfiltered they're post-game, <laughs> right after your thoughts they're in arenas anyway um Marcus Thompson will be with us. And I think I'm going to save a lot of the theatrical yeah, talking for the theatrical, Yeah. So. So, so we'll touch on it. But. So me, we'll start. Marcus should be here relatively soon. Just with the game, you know, blowout, 142 points. I was actually surprised. The most they ever scored in a playoff game in the Durant era or dynasty era, you can take it beyond that, was 136
1: yeah. against the Spurs. I would have thought some of those Portland games were probably right in t- there, right? I mean, they seemed like they scored, like, you know, 135 every single time when they were beating Portland, but it's a lot. It was They just kept scoring, right? They got in the third, the second quarter and just kept it was 37, 39, 41. I mean, it just like boom, 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 boom. Uh, shot 62%. This is just their offense flowing. Uh, and against some Memphis defense that was not prepared for this or was, you know, they were overplaying Steph early. What Steph gets one made basket in the first quarter, a three at the very end. Uh, so clearly, like something was working, and then the Warriors just kind of figured it out and off they go. Well, you'd think, you know, record breaking offensive. You know, production
2: standpoint, uh, you know, in this era, if, if, you know, 10 years from now, if you ask, you probably
1: be like, what Steph have, 55? What did he make, 11 threes? Steph went two of eight from three tonight. Yeah. As he said, he brought the three-point percentage down uh, because everyone else was down. You know, Clay was hot. Jordan Poole was very good. Everyone else was very efficient. Uh, just, to just, you know, the way they, you know, when we talk about share of the ball, move the ball to where it should go. Uh, the energy finds the people who are moving and open, and that's what was happening. And uh, I do think, like, Netflix is really trying to overplay Steph. We've seen it less so since Jordan Poole has been really good, but we saw it. And it took them a little while to kind of look around. And then that freaking second unit was really good. And that's with Steph and Draymond on the bench. It was Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Kavon Looney. Otto Porter, who I wrote about, and Damian Lee, who is not the Warriors fan's favorite player, but serves a solid purpose on a second unit. And we've known how many times, how many playoff series have the Warriors gone into. Oh, my God, what are they going to do in the non-step minutes? Oh, my God, to start the second, start the fourth. And it's been right. Those have been very problematic periods, as Kerr has talked about. They're pretty good now in the non kerr minutes. I mean, not great, but they were good. They were plus 10 to start the second quarter without Steph. They go plus 10 to start the second quarter without Steph. I don't know that they can lose. I don't know how they lose when they do that. And they clearly, they didn't lose tonight. So a stat I put in my postgame story that, that alludes
2: to it, um, They've 144 minutes through three games, 111 Steph minutes, they're plus one. Uh, and that, so I think that leaves, what, 33 uh, non Steph minutes, they're plus 25. So, I mean, they've won this series. Why are they
1: playing Steph so much? Just sit him on the bench. Uh, It's, you know, clearly Jordan Poole's dynamic play. And, uh, you know, he hasn't been dynamic every game, but when he's dynamic, he just does stuff that no one else does. And, and punishes defenses, you know, he was going at Tyus Jones. My God. He has, he has killed Tyus Jones in this series, and it is such a luxury for the Warriors to say,
2: you know, Jordan Poole, you are now so good that, you, I mean, you're basically turning into a star, but you, you're a 35-minute-per-game player where all of his metrics with Steph are – insane they're so good i mean go back going back to a second season right we talked about it all off season where you would you know ask somebody in the front office about something they'd be like have you seen like the the Steph Jordan together so so we know that works but now what he has done as we're talking about to the non-Steph units he's basically the backup point guard well Tyus Jones is considered a top 10 backup point yeah. guard in the league he's been good well guess what your backup point guard that you're going against is Jordan Poole and Jordan Poole is way better than Tyus Jones
1: just destroying them i mean it almost was like hunting them and they don't always don't always do that but it's not a good matchup for the grizzlies and there's no way around it who else is he going to guard and because you put them on clay clay will cook them uh you know there's just that's what the warriors want to do they want to have more good guards on the floor than you can defend And you can't hide John Morant or you can't hide Tyus Jones on anybody just because they're going to put you out. They're going to move the ball around. And these guys are going to be dynamic enough that you just can't stop them because there's multiples out there. Uh, And again, I I thought I wrote about I thought Odo Porter once again, Sam Amick leaving the building, everybody, uh, was just subtly tremendous. Uh, Just doing stuff that you can't, you know, like what was he really doing? He was knocking the ball loose. He was setting picks. He was, you know, playing some center but plus 30 this is not a new thing for him
2: you know what he is in the series
1: now oh god i know what it was like plus 40 something plus 49 and 68 minutes yep he's plus it's like like it's in my story i can't remember like like plus 76 in the postseason draymond is plus 86 whatever it is these are estimates because i just looked them up i wrote them but like these are substantial numbers and there's got to be a reason for it. I think one of the reasons he's on that second unit, and he's really important part of that second unit, he's not making shots until tonight when he made three threes. Most threes he's made since January 23rd. <laughs> so it's a long time. Wow. Uh, I know he was 2 of 15 yeah. from three coming in. In the bow season yeah. and makes three, which is – it's like the Iguodala threes, right? It's like he does so many other things. When he makes multiple threes, it's like magic. And uh, – as the series goes, like, it's only going to get more physical, right? It's not going to get less physical for things that we will discuss later in, in the podcast. They don't have a lot of big bodies. Like they don't have people who can absorb these shocks, who can wrestle on the post. Like, they might play Steven Adams at some point, right? And, and just knock some people around. Not that he's a dirty player, but he is a large fellow. So, cameo luxury. And who else they got? Kevon Looney. And that's it. And Otto Porter fills a lot of these. The Iguodala. Kind of a mill between Igodal and David West right now. <laughs> and that's pretty good for the Warriors. They need those players in championship runs. So 68
2: minutes, which it's not even – he doesn't play half the minutes. Uh, 21 rebounds in this series in three games. That's, he leads the team, but he's like, you know, a bench player. You know, he started the second half, as you mentioned. He may start game four. I actually like the Kaminga starting lineup choice. Kerr has made it clear. He made it clear in practice. Like, he doesn't view that three-guard lineup, at least in this particular matchup, as a sustainable. He said it can't play 25 minutes per night. Uh, it, it's going to be kind of pick and choose. And I do think he likes to separate Pool and, and Curry enough so he can just kind of ride Pool in the non-minutes. Uh, so, can't start Peyton, obviously. They've made it clear also in this series they're unwilling to play Looney and Draymond together because of the spacing problems. So, you can't you know, start Looney. Porter, you know. Yeah, So so... Porter did start the second half, and he earned it, right? I mean, it was probably his best. His first half was probably his best half. It made sense to start him. But I could also see them sticking with Kaminga, and we could talk about how Kaminga looked tonight. Finishes with 18 points. A lot of it is in mop-up duty. He had offensive problems. He was kind of rushed going into traffic early. But, and I put this in my post-game story, Two isolation situations against John Morant early on. Blocks the John Morant shot and turns John Morant away where John Morant can't get by him and has to pass it back out. We, we don't know. a
1: huge ovation from the Chase Center crowd. By the way, who, know, who knows what it was looking at? Like, wait a minute, he didn't go up and over. He didn't do the he can't guard me thing uh, on Kaminka like he did before. This is um, a length, you know, in athleticism that the Warriors need. Uh, I talked about with Porter, if Kaminka could give him, them that's just that was it two free baskets every every game of just him outrunning the other guy like this is three points this is there and if he can rebound always somewhat a question mark with him if he can avoid fouling always a question mark with him if he can stay with perimeter players i think he's going to keep playing more and more i really i mean we all know that there are certain people in the organization that would love to see him play more (coughs) excuse me Steve Kerr has been hesitant on it. He's been careful. You understand that. But you look at the way this series is going to go, they're going to need every big body, every strong body they got. And he's their, you know, he's their most athletic player, maybe one of the most athletic players in Warriors history, just by the stuff that he can do out there. Yeah, and look, this is a, a
2: two-steps-back summer conversation, next-season conversation, but, like, man, the value for Jonathan Kaminga to get these minutes yes. in these series, yes. to get the, as Steve Kirk called it, like, you know, not only do you, do you get the film work and, and you know, to kind of go implement it on the court, but you get the correction the next day. You get the, hey, in a playoff series, you can't miss this box
1: out. Um, I thought they might only give him the starting stint, but then he put him back in in the, in the second half. Uh, you know, he's in the rotation at some point. And, you know, then get the nerves of it. And then, like, no, he's going he's gonna to get some minutes again in Memphis. But uh, that was part of it. He wasn't terrible in the two Memphis games. The numbers weren't great. Well, but he wasn't terrible at all. He was sustainable. You could, you could throw that out there and say, okay, if it gets a little bit better, this might be a real positive. And if it gets a lot better, this is going to be tremendous. W-
0: w-
2: what he wasn't in the Memphis game is he wasn't mistake-prone at all. He played safe minutes, yeah. um, which, you know, it's like if you threw Bielita out there or something, and we're like, <laughs> hey, you know, kind Kind of staying there whatever uh and that was impressive in in a, in a really raucous you know road playoff environment for him to just play controlled basketball he starts tonight and i think that got his juices flowing a little bit more like okay they're making a statement put me out here like i need to go make a you know they try to go an go impact oop.
1: They did an oop to him in the first play of the game yep. you know but that's their fault like they're going to the oop to him uh, it wasn't his fault. It was John Morant made a, you know was obviously looking for and made a great play to knock it away. But then I think the next play they went right to him again. Like they were trying to get him in he, there. He also was like
2: trying to go downhill a little bit yes. too much. And then remember he had the play. It was the final play of his first stint. He kind of. You know, uh, rumbled into traffic, hit a few bodies, then tried to hit Clay in the corner
1: and, and threw it to the Grizzlies' bench and then slapped the floor all mad. He John Moran in front of him. That, I was like, what the hell? He's got John Moran in front of him. That should just be a power up. And if the worst thing that happens is John Moran fouls you. But he kind of just flipped it away. Again, that's a tough team, right? I mean, they all were having trouble finishing. You, you got Sharon Jackson coming your way, or you got Brandon Clark coming your way, or you got. You know, Xavier Tillman. You know, John Moran can jump. You got you got guys who can nest around with you at the rim, and Kaminga couldn't just overpower them. He he overpowers a lot of people. Could not overpower Jared Jackson and, and and Brandon Clark. But you can see you can see this happening. And again, two free baskets a game is nothing to sneeze at. Like they don't get those from anybody else. They ju- I've said it a million times. This is just somebody who is explosive in a way that they are not interesting minutes again no Iguodala no GP2 no Wiseman no Bielitsa no JTA like you go down the thing like they have to play them at some point uh and I think we're you know it's only going to get a little more and a little bit more as as these playoffs go on and and Memphis is a is a good spot to drop them in just again to to combat the athleticism
2: yeah and again maybe I'm stalling because I'm waiting for Marcus to come
1: But, uh, you know, to get to the real topic
2: (laughs) of the night by the end of the night. So we will get to the Ja Morant, Jordan Poole. Nobody needs to feel like we're avoiding that. We're waiting for Marcus to come in for that. But, um, you know, like this, these are also the type of minutes where when they remake this roster this offseason, it's going to be like Jordan Poole is a guaranteed 30-something minute per night, probably starter. And, like, Jonathan Kamiga is a monster part of the rotation next season. And for them to find this stuff out so
1: positively – uh, in these moments, it's, just, it's really huge for the future. And while they're winning. Right? And this is not while they're losing. Uh, I, I think, you know, it would all have minutes. Yeah, the, the, those go to Kaminga. Those go to Kaminga. And then they figure out where else the minutes go to Kaminga. And if you have a Draymond, Kaminga, Wiggins, three forwards, that's not terrible. Like, that's a good place to start. Wherever Moody fits in there, like this is... A big, say big, big the one. other name which one who's the other name the center it's the center what do you mean Wiseman? P. well he's not the forward. i i'm talking forwards i'm talking forwards are you yeah mapping out the rotation <laughs> no 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 Bro. i i'm not putting anything down for Wiseman. uh there are other might, people might be doing it i am not um but yeah i mean i don't know they can resign porter at this point who, who knows but like you can begin to see how this is all gonna work and and this guy's, 19, like, what was it the youngest player to ever start an NBA playoff game, something like that? I mean, it's... Remarkable. Although Zaire
2: Williams was Zaire pretty Williams.
1: much just as young. And actually, yes. Zaire Williams has been good in this series. Zaire Williams is a good ball. Although, uh, you know, as predicted, he wasn't going to make as many shots here as he did in Memphis. But I like him. I mean, he, he guards Steph well. Just that alone. How about first Zaire. possession?
2: He hits yeah. a contested <laughs> yeah. bomb yeah. from like 28 feet. Yeah. And then J- Jaron Jackson and John Moran are just raining yeah. threes. Yeah. Memphis yeah. hits a. That's the thing. Memphis loses by 30 tonight. They hit a bunch of really tough threes in the first half. Yeah. Including
1: the half quarter. It's almost like you would only was rather if you're them not not see that in the first quarter because it wasn't going to be sustained there were six of their first eight and that's just not sustainable specifically on the road you want to try to do that at the end remember I mean, we saw Denver do that to the Warriors like you want to do it at the end you just kind of run a rain at the end you can't do it all game you'd rather have it at the end of the beginning I, I it was amazing I was like is Jerry Jackson really going to go like 11 for 13 from three no um is, is John Morant going to go you know seven and nine no it wasn't good for the Warriors, but I don't think they were that rattled by it. Like these are shots that they would give up, and they gave them up. I do think we can get to it as we kind of try to move over to the to the big topic. Memphis not having Dylan Brooks hurt him. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Dylan Brooks guy. Marcus is not a Dylan Brooks guy, but that's just a guy that was going to chase Steph all around. So he put Zaire on somebody else, and they did not have that, and it really knocked down. You know, the pecking order for them were. Shaw how to guard somebody, or Tyce Jones how to guard somebody. Like, real. Not just be out there. And I'm not saying, you know, it's worth well, 30 points. Look, he's their but, best
2: yeah. He's their best perimeter defender, and they just gave up 142 points in a playoff game. Yep. Like, yep. yeah, he would help. He And he will help in game four, but you know what else? He might help fire up a crowd that Maybe. I wasn't that impressed with. I thought it was a good crowd. No, you didn't like it? No, maybe it's because I'm coming
1: off that Memphis crowd. Yeah, it's not Memphis, and it's not OKC, and it's not, you know, various other spots, and it's not Oracle, but I thought it was – I thought game five against Denver was disappointing. If, you know, if you're just looking at it, like you thought there would be a a level, the first closeout game at Chase Center, and I didn't think it was there. I thought game two was much better, and I thought this game was – Like, it was loud before tip. Like, my usual barometer is is loud before tip. Is there, like, uh, uh, and game five? No. This game, there were, like, there were, you know, boos and there were... Like a feeling that this was an event. Maybe that's because I just saw Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. You know, before the game, and I just thought, okay, this is an event now. There's there's things happening. It wasn't the Waltons that uh, Waltons. No, no, it probably wasn't. Uh, by the way, I mean, again, as I stall
2: for Marcus, <laughs> uh, ha, and, and of course, turn this into a Sacramento Kings podcast. <laughs> how about the how about the uh, luminaries here tonight? Where you have obviously Mike Brown, who is a leading candidate uh, for for the. One of two candidates at this point for the Open Kings job on the Warriors bench. You have Mark Jackson, the other candidate, doing the game. Vivek shows up, and the Waltons are here, including Luke Walton, (laughs) the guy that was fired. It was just like, it's just a lot going on here.
1: It's all Sacramento stuff. I don't quite count that with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch being there and, or even Bill Walton. That's that's all Sacramento stuff. By yeah. the
2: way, Marcus Thompson is
1: saving. I was turning into a Kings yeah, podcast. We, you had Mike
2: Brown, Mark down, Jackson, Luke Walton, Vivek in the building. Yeah. you like,
1: what will the rotation look like when Mark Jackson's the coach? And I was saying, I don't care what they do. I don't care. Just make sure Harrison Barnes is still on the team. Can all Mike, right, can no
2: Mike can. Brown create a top 15 defense with <laughs> Fox and Sabonis? All
1: right, yeah. sorry. Uh, we
2: we held all the Morant uh, pool conversation until you got here because we know you wrote about it. And now we can get into what really is, I guess, the topic of the day. Um, what was your column? Just about how uh,
0: th- there's no way in this world Jordan Poole wants Morant out this series. He wants to go at him, right? Like he got he, you know, as you wrote about, he was a target in game two and Game three, he was very clearly like, okay, I'm going back at this guy. And we know Jordan Poole, man. Jordan, Jordan thinks he's a star. He's certain of it. So he wasn't. <laughs> uh, ja I'm starting to believe court. he's correct. Yeah, no, he's definitely right. But he's, he he wants Ja on the court to go at, right? So it was a very weird play. I'm not sure what he was doing. It probably looks worse on in slow-mo replay than it did live. I didn't see it live. It looks like, what is he doing? Like, why, why are you doing that? But you just know Jordan wants Ja on the court. That, that's what I wrote about. Like, he's not, he's not trying to get Ja out the game. Ja is going to help him prove that he's a superstar.
2: We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors.
0: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the
2: NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I think there's 0% chance anyone can realistically say like he was grabbing the knee because he thought if he tweaked it this way, the jaw, you know, it was odd. Uh, It seemed to me it was just, you know, as they're grappling for the ball. Uh, stuff like that happens. I don't. I mean, maybe because the, the it, everything is so gaslit in this series, like the league maybe says like flagrant one or something. But like, I don't see any like Warriors people behind the scenes. We both,
1: we all know this. We're kind of laughing at yeah. like the Memphis was even attempting to make this like a Dylan Brooks type thing. There might have been some laughter in the hallway uh, as we were uh, waiting for players, or particularly for one player. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, we've been through this. Uh, the Cleveland series in 2016 where it just gets elevated and elevated and elevated. And then Draymond brushes, uh, LeBron's, uh, Growing, grant growing yeah. area, and the NBA just felt they had to; they had to do something. Yeah, but they didn't
0: suspend them. No, they, 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 they gave them they a flagrant. flagrant. They
1: knew yeah, it was yeah, going to yeah. suspend them. That's right. Yeah, I could see them that's saying, that's "Pool down. flagrant, yeah, flagrant yeah, one." Yeah, saying. yeah. You are probably that's right. I, I was feeling like I, I just having gone through that. Is like it was suspension, but you are right; it was them incrementally doing it. But they also they were upset. Now I don't think they. It, it, they're going to be that upset just because it's Jordan Poole. Like, they're not going to say, we've been warning you, we've been warning you. And that was the case with Draymond in 2016. So, yeah, flagrant one or some kind of fine or, just, or something. Or, yeah. or nothing. Or I nothing. mean, yeah. grabbed his they're knee gonna, and like a... Get so much pressure from Memphis and break the code. That is is silly. If you do look at now that I think about it, it is silly for, you know, Taylor Jenkins or for... You know, jaw to, to tweet it and then delete it. That they're, they're they're obviously mocking Steve Kerr and implying that, in the same way that Kerr said that Dylan Brooks broke the code of players, is you don't do things to try to harm them. And that was, if anything, that was Jordan Poole accidental and kind of just a reaction. It was potentially, you know, it was definitely harmful. It hurt him. But to say that broke the code is, you know, that that is gaslighting. That that is exaggerating for in the in the playoff moment and maybe the nba won't love that but i think there's they're probably going to do something something to jordan pool just to try to get memphis from going crazy and that does happen i mean no. tim tim frank's gonna text me after i say this I was, of course they never do stuff like that but something like that i can see something publicly happening
2: i may be wrong but i'm gonna guess nothing i'm gonna guess yeah, league I goes think, that's that's I just not
0: nothing. anything I, I think it's nothing too hot stove contact i believe steph curry yeah, 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 yeah. called it ah <laughs> oh, i forgot to get that in the piece but uh, i i put it in mine oh so. good so uh yeah that's what you know, the behind the scenes talk we'll let you let you guys into a little bit of what we got. It's not that they you know, they are saying what Jordan Pooh did was great. You know, they're saying, hey, Jordan is not that type of player but where they're going crazy is the comparison like to Dylan Brooks and what Dylan Brooks did, and putting that in the remote, remotely in the same you know, area. You know I think that's I, where they lose. And, the, and the Draymond,
1: thing, yeah, by the way. that's where. Like, yeah, yeah th- the Draymond and Dylan Brooks thing. That's what and I thought was Draymond. interesting. <laughs>
0: Steph
2: was like, it wasn't Dylan, or it wasn't even Draymond. Like Draymond, that
1: was slapping yeah, that was Brandon Clark
2: and grabbing his jersey. Certainly a flagrant one. I remember, you know, it's crazy. This was like five dramas ago within the series.
0: but like I literally was like, wait, what was the Draymond thing? I just forgot about it.
2: (laughs) You know, that massive ejection from game
0: one. Yeah, that's right.
2: Like, that was like borderline flagrant one, too. But, yeah, I mean, their point was (laughs) like, look, you have an easier argument making that the Draymond play was much more dangerous. The jaw thing. And also the jaw thing, like, yeah, I mean, they seem to think that's what hurt the knee. But also, there was like five other clips out there where it seemed like well, he might have been if, tweaking the knee. Know.
0: And he had knee problems late in yeah, the year. Yeah, if think. his knee was already hurt and then you then do then that, you, then yeah. that's, that's where it's like, okay... You know yeah. this is a problem, and you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of 2013. Remember, speaking of Mark Jackson being in a building where there was like the whole Jennifer Reed
1: and they're going like, up the angle, they're trying to. Yeah, the secret source on that one, by the way. The secret way. source, I know, yeah. the the secret source has been revealed. Yeah, I, I think. think but, I think so we, we probably calling. know. The initials AI on that one, but and not Allen Iverson, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, probably not. You know, I mean, again, this is playoff emotions, and this is playoff fever. Uh, And, you know, we had the Memphis sideline reporter trying to get Jordan Poole suspended for taking three steps off the bench when Gary Payton got hurt. And, you know, there wasn't an altercation, so he wasn't going to get suspended. So I think you guys are probably right. I mean, lean more towards not much happening, if anything. But playoffs do get hot. Like, the the NBA does kind of want to cool it down. But It is, the more I think about it, the ridiculousness of trying to compare it to Dylan Brooks is – it, it, it's tap, you know paramount. It's like come on, guys, this is not what that is. You can be mad about it, but don't be mad about it in a petty way. And you can be mad about what Steve Kerr said, but you understand why he said he was mad about his yeah, player. That, that's the part to me that's weak, and I'm you know probably why Ja deleted
0: it. It's like there is a difference between doing something that will most often lead to being injured and some unfortunate you know
1: situation, right? Stopped it a half yeah. second no half millisecond earlier he could have pulled his hand off the knee and he didn't but that's like he's kind of swiping for a ball that's what you're kind of doing wh- there.
2: where you could tell you know as we go through the differences between jordan Poole and dylan brooks where you could tell jordan Poole when he came up like you marcus had to bring it up on his yeah, phone yeah. to show him the play like you could tell jordan Poole, i don't even think he necessarily knew he that he, he even grabbed know, a knee where no. imagine if you're like dylan do you play with gary payton like <laughs> Which one are you talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh, yeah, that, that, that foul? <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah. It, it's playoff, you know, you, you guys are going to be in Memphis for game five. I will not. That atmosphere is going to be a little rabid. Uh, it's already rabid, and it's going to be crazy for Game Five. I think the NBA does have an interest in calming those things down. I probably forced them now not to have Scott Foster there for Game Five, since I'm going to predict it. It's a Zarba game. It's, it might be a Zarba. Yeah, Zarba didn't do this one, so maybe it's Zarba. Zarba did Bucks Celtics yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, might be Zarba and Foster. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> man, that, then it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. And they're going to want to cool that down now however they view cooling that down is I don't know but that is going to be something they don't want to get super ugly and it could get ugly and and we'll see but yeah a team I don't want to say whining because the Warriors do it too everybody does it but this is getting a little over the top you know, begging for suspensions just because you're mad about the last one or you're mad about how the coach talked about the last one. Uh, Because I don't think anybody really is going to say, that's absolutely not a flagrant too. That couldn't have been a flagrant too. Like like nobody, Like, like even the crowd. Remember they showed the video of the Dylan Brooks play, the crowd went, in Memphis, it was, Like, even they went, Oh, oh. I felt like it. at the time it was like, well, you know, Draymond
2: did that in game one, so, you know, like, that's <laughs> game two. And then, honestly, I mean, the big thing there was,
1: like, the fact that Gary Payton fractured his album was just, yeah. like, that's and, what. And he's writhing in pain. Like, you knew it from the beginning. Like, he's out. He's out. Uh, the players knew it. So, again, we're talking about gradings of this, and it's hard to tell for, exactly for sure, but. Uh, this, it gets a little bit much when, you know, you're trying to compare that to what seemed like an accidental, if unnecessary, you know, amount of time that your, your hand was on his knee. But that's, you're, you're measuring it in like a Zap Ruder film, trying to figure out exactly. And, and, and you did not have to do that with Dylan Brooks. You did not have to go through that frame by frame to figure out (laughs) what he did and that it was probably not the greatest thing in the world. Um... Game-wise, Marcus, we've talked about a lot of it
2: already. You know what we haven't talked about? Clay Thompson. Um, 8 of 13, which would signal,
1: like, ooh, smart Clay Thompson took better shots.
2: It was not, <laughs> baby. I don't it think was it was. Not. No, it oh, was.
1: He's the- not regretting any of those shots in game two, by the way. No matter how much his coach might have, like, hinted about it. He's like, I'll take those shots. But, it's,
2: I mean, like, he didn't – like, he had some good catch and shoots that he should take. But he also – he had, he's somebody called it the Dirk. Like, he's – thinking he's Dirk suddenly taking these 13-foot-leaning fadeaways. He took the one-foot, like, coming off a screen, like, leaner from three that he made and was, like, post-game, like, yeah, if I'm squared, like, it's a good shot. Um, I guess 13 attempts is a good thing. It's a, Warriors had an incredibly spread attack tonight to score 142,
0: but I don't know. Who wants to go for it? It was for- – I mean, Steph pointed this out. He didn't start off hunting threes, right? Uh, the, the Warriors. Everybody took their time and worked for good shots, which was kind of what they had been saying. And a big part of that is Clay. It's Steph and Clay. It's them not going for the hero shots, and Clay did that. He he was chilling. He he got to spots. Uh, that to me, it was, it was like watching the games over. It was very obvious. Like Memphis defense is low key not good. Are <laughs> right? guys, who were
1: they missing tonight? Yeah, he's been hyping Dylan Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, missed it earlier. I think
0: Dylan Brooks is the answer for that. Not, they're not, they're
1: not, they're <laughs> hey, he would have helped. No, for, but think, they're not giving up 142 with Dylan Brooks, probably. Just really? That, yeah, come on. Come on. He's good. Uh, who, but They're giving who, up, like, 136. Steph awesome.
0: didn't go Chris. Steph was a 1 no, for 6 then, from then 3. Put Zaire, cool, right.
1: You can put Zaire in and put, and put him on somebody else. Like it, it, it does mess them up a little bit. He's their best defensive player. I'm not saying he's the greatest player of all time, but they give up, well, as Slater said I earlier. I don't
0: know he's their best defensive player. I, he's their most I would say Jared. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Milton is a better defensive I,
2: player. I, than Jared, Jared yeah. Jackson might be their best defensive player. Yeah, Quite but, physical no, himself. Jared right.
0: Jackson is their best defensive player. I was talking about, like, defender. The Anthony Milton, like, Dylan Brooks is guaranteed to get you three fouls. Like you are down on Dylan Brooks. Dylan oh, Brooks
2: Dylan Brooks was really good in the play in last year yes, on Steph. Yeah, he, he was. He was. Yes. He's a good player. I,
1: I mean, know. he hasn't played great in his series, but he's a good player. Dylan
2: Brooks in game four is going to be interesting, by the way. The yes. crowd reaction to him, his general demeanor on the court. I he had, by the way, he hasn't talked to the media
0: yet. Yeah, yeah no, he hasn't.
2: Which like to me signals that like he's I don't I mean I d I don't know if he's handling it well or not. I mean, but the fact that maybe you blame the organization for this, but I don't think it's a great look that he hasn't even talked to the media yet. He will he before game four or yeah. after? I don't know. But I'm just curious about his demeanor out there, how physical he is considering I, and how you know, how he guards
0: staff. He's a he's a good player. Like he's a really good player. My issue with him is he just sometimes he thinks he's Ja Morant, right? <laughs> and oh, he like just gets a little wild. The, the, or Desmond
1: Bain. Yeah, and he's taking shots yeah, where the they, they should be taking those shots.
0: Their yeah. problem, though, isn't – it's not even really perimeter defense. They're all going to do the same thing. They're going to press up. The problem is the paint's wide open. <laughs> like, that's the problem. The Warriors, well. the Warriors have 56 points in the paint in game one, 60 points in the paint in game two, and then another 62 tonight. They – It's just wide open. All the Warriors have to do is take it. And And they're, like, winning the rebounding battle. They're out hustling
2: them, and it's like they can't play Steven Adams. Maybe they'll try in game four, but he's kind of their offensive rebounder. Brandon Clark's not having that big of an impact,
1: at least in tonight. Minus 24 for Brandon Clark. Man, he got – well, that was basically he was playing the Porter minutes, and he just got bombed in them. I think the Warriors are pretty happy about that because I think they've been worried about him because he can crash the glass. He had a great series previously. And they can get hurt on the glass, and they've just been walling them off. Looney and and Porter have been really Wiggins. Wiggins has been great. That Wiggins dunk, by the way my God. Second time he's done, done this to Brandon Clark. Yeah. And we didn't really talk about it much after game, too. But this two. one, he, like, he did to LeBron. He did, like, get out of my way, Andrew I was actually Wiggins. surprised they didn't call it um, Oh, it offensive. was an offensive foul, but I was one of those, like, LeBron doesn't get called for the offensive foul either. Yeah. Just because you're so incredibly talented to do that. Like, whatever, just go ahead and do that. And that's not Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> that's not the Wiggins that the league knows. It was, like, I mean, you could just tell by the reaction by, like, Steph. And they'll be, like, <laughs> Oh, my God, that's what we wanted. This is exactly what we want this guy to do. Welcome, welcome, Andrew. Keep coming, keep coming. Yeah, so
0: uh, funny story. Um, I talked to Wiggins for a piece I did, and I was, you know, he was 0 for 2 on tip dunk, so I was giving him a hard time. He tried that. Remember, he tried that one in Denver. and almost, almost threw game that, game. Would yeah, that would have swept Denver. That would have been <laughs> crazy. Then he tried another one in game one against the grizzlies so i was just talking to him about it he he couldn't believe he missed them he's just like i i don't know how i missed those like those are my ducks so i you know i told him like hey man you got to get a tip duck now like you got to get at least one so after he dunks on brandon clark and game what was a game two yeah. so i was gonna tell him after the post game press conference like hey man i think you're off the hook now but he stops and he's like that's that's way better than a tip dunk, right? Like I should be good. I was like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He was like, oh, okay, because you know what I did to him. That's that's way better than tip dunk. He's he's feeling pretty good about banging on Brandon Clark. He he's gonna try it every time now. When he gets it in his mind that that person can't take me, he becomes a different player. And now if he thinks that person might block it or he can't beat him, that's when he becomes like step back mid range wiggins. But this week is where he's like yo you're a mark and i'm about to take you he becomes a different player
2: he has had a great series and a great playoffs you know this is what we're eight games into these playoffs um he's just he's answered the call he's done exactly what they've needed him to do uh he's it's not like he's scoring a bunch or shooting a bunch but he's like dirty work like he's
1: you know the best of harrison barnes essentially oh yeah yeah and um you know, aggression here and there, defense. I mean, he's guarding John Morant. I mean, not like he's stopping him, but he's their best guy. Now that GP2's out to guard John Morant, he was guarding him a lot even when GP2 was out there. Uh, I was thinking like, you know, hey, they could have got better. They could have got some other star, you know, Bradley Beal or whoever. Uh, but the way it's worked out isn't terrible for them because of Jordan Poole. Now, that has made a lot of their decisions, which might, you know, some of them might be right. Some of them might be wrong because Jordan Poole is there they don't have the need for those things that we were talking about and that extra center you know right now that's auto porter yeah. <laughs> i mean like so like things are kind of like, that you can understand i'm not saying they planned it exactly this way because who the hell planned for jordan poole to play like this but while this is happening you can see like there wasn't a huge need to sacrifice andrew wiggins and john Kaminga to get somebody who would be doing what Better than Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole right now? No, that, that wouldn't have happened, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I mean, they could have got Bradley Beal, or Jordan Poole could just turn into Bradley yeah. Beal. I mean, that works. I mean, Jordan
1: Poole is potentially more valuable than Bradley Beal right now. Just, you know, age, whatever, injury, all that sort of Contract. stuff. Contract, he's only on yeah. the books for and 3.9. That is the solution to so much. Somebody was telling you that, Slater. We won't say who it was. Uh, pre-game, like, come on, give, give the Warriors credit for Jordan Poole, And didn't think so in the first two years, but you have to give him credit for that pick. 28 uh, to get this kind of player. I'm the one who's been critical of him. I'm the one who's been skeptical of him. This guy's worth. I don't know. if He's worth max, 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 but he's worth really close to it.
2: Through eight playoff games, he's averaging like 23 per
1: game on 57, like 47, Those 90. In the bucket are unbel. They're just unbelievable. They're, I, I don't know anyone else who's doing that in the NBA right now. Lillard maybe. Like they're just like you can't get to it. These guys, they're big guys tracking him, and he gets it right past them. And they're always huge buckets. Like the one, the first one he made was like, I think they were down eight. Pool yeah. comes in there, boom, explodes the bat, left handed, past Jaron Jackson, I think it was. Like that is, those are, when I talk about tough twos, that's a freaking tough yeah. two. And those are playoff game turning plays. And Jerome Pool is capable of five, six, seven, eight a game uh, of those kind of plays. And those are, those. that's value, pure value.
2: Game four, quick turnaround Monday. I not mean, three days
1: off between games no, this
2: no. time. Oh, my God. Wait, I mean, I, look, there's not huge, I don't think, adjustments necessarily. Memphis needs to play better. They get Dylan Brooks back. Maybe you see Steven Adams, and they try to just go, like, hey. Crunch to, ball. Crunch I, ball. I, I, like, is that Memphis's – should Memphis do that? Should they go, Steven Adams is starting, like, bully him inside? You might hit some – like, I don't think that's the answer to beating nah, the Warriors, but get weird. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I, 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 I think the Warriors would be okay with that. I think they would, <laughs> but what do you do if you're Memphis. You know, that's interesting. Uh they're just selling out so much on threes but still giving up threes that is I'm surprised they haven't tried something a little bit less do- aggressive on the perimeter. Yeah. Like, you know, Steph is what, two for his last mm-hmm. thirteen from three or something crazy? the you know, like, Taylor
1: Tank like, is not less stuff gonna be. But two, it's
0: like at some point, you just got to say, all right, we're just not going to give up an open lane every time. So,
1: But here's what they're doing. They're giving up the open lane, and then they're f- crashing inside. Yeah, That's yeah. why the boys are kicking it out, and then you have the open three. Or then they have to rotate back to that, and then they kick it, kick back, it inside. back inside. Yeah, Absolutely. absolutely they're, yeah. they're not getting the initial thrust with the, with the drive, but they're going to kick, kick. And they're doing that really well. I he mean, they pass the ball really well. He might have to do, like, with
0: Brooks coming back, the, the answer is probably to go small with Jaron at center. Instead, of, I don't know why he's still going with... Tillman and J- Jackson together like the Warriors are just feasting on that They're too well slow.
2: apparently they really try to protect Jackson from foul trouble yeah. he's like his, he's crazy
1: foul prone when he plays he the five might, maybe that's exactly Adams good. instead of Jackson does, he's, or instead he, of Tillman but he plays the five against the Warriors is Draymond or Looney like he's gonna get pick up crazy fouls like that I guess he could I mean cause he's, he's just
2: gonna come over he's like yeah. I'm the lone <laughs> shot blocker out well, here that's
1: where you put
0: him in the pick and roll pull him away from the basket the other thing Alex the other he's he's thing on I on would say
2: about pool. that yeah. too and you saw it tonight in the third. So, Warriors are good coming out with Porter. And, you know, they're playing Porter. And then Tillman's not good. Jenkins pulls Tillman off early, much earlier. He goes to Jackson at the five and nine minutes. But right when he does that, Kerr goes, pool. And then that allows the Warriors to go small. And, like, yes, you are going small, but now you're making the Warriors go small. And they're just better at small than you. Yep. So, it's, yep. that's my thing. I'm like, just go completely anti them like Adams out there a bunch just try to just they're losing the rebounding battle in
1: this series all
2: three games they've been out rebounded like yeah, you yeah
1: that you can't just have have Adams have, play the Tillman minutes right you know I mean I don't know you lose a lot doing that uh and just see just see and maybe maybe that's a cameo maybe he sets a tone I don't know I think the Warriors will be looking for him they're, like but it, it, but they're it, using him to track Steph so, if you know, when they come out that's going to be gonna Adams to do. Yeah. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Like, they have to fight through the screen kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't Brooks yeah. fight through the screen. You know, that's what you have to do. Uh, but um, I could see SM some Adams. Just, just to give, you know, it's just like one of those, here we go. Look at this. We're putting Adams out there. You have to think about it. And he might screen you in the backcourt, and you won't like it. Remember Bogut screen in Iguodala in uh-huh. the Denver series? It's like one of those things where I could see something like that, even if it is for five minutes. Um, just, just to try to say, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna come at you guys, and we're gonna come at you with the biggest, baddest guy there is in the league.
2: Yeah, well, the
1: biggest thing for understanding to figure out what's up with John Morant's knee—that will be a major
2: storyline in the off day, Sunday, including, you know, I guess if the league decides to to do something or s- any type of response or non-response from the league on on this pool uh, Morant
1: situation. Joe Dumars. I think. you know I, Already? Well, who knows? One of those guys. We'll see. Yeah, we'll
2: see. could be. I saw Kiki Vandewa we'll tonight. He too. was huge in
1: 2016. Oh, my God. It was yeah. all Kiki.
2: Um, all right. We will talk to you post-game for Monday night.